Hey, this is Hulk. This is what happened last time. Lucan struggled to atone for killing bandits that threatened his sister on a journey back to Prince Home. My attempts to warn my family of danger were thwarted as I realized Nautic's people were watching them. After some mixed messages from the rest of the group, I decided to attend the reception at Parliament House. As I entered the party, a Lucite priest quietly told me that the Third Sons would pay handsomely for the information I was there to obtain. The place was full of nobles and weird food, and the famed bard, Octor, played that Light's Champion song. Eh, it was okay. A bunch of gladiators showed up around the same time. I took that opportunity to slip away to Lord Amastasia's study. I began using the scribing stone to copy the information Nautic had required. While I was in there, I overheard a conversation between Zan and an old flame. She dumped him right there in the hallway. Savage. And then after she left, I overheard Merc threatening the guy. When he asked who Merc was, he replied by saying his name was Lucius Wolnier. Relop chummed around with a dragon skin gladiator and attempted to charm a Kantari noblewoman. After giving her a necklace, which is a little weird, I returned to the reception hall, approached the third son priest. I told them that they could have the stone if his organization promised to relocate my family safely. The spy seemed interested, but he'll have to get back to me. Merc noticed the exchange and confronted me about it, demanding that I be honest with him. I replied by calling him Lucius. There's a very long pause. Well, it picks you with a very uh, dark and steely gaze of my gray eyes, and I look at you for a minute and go, well, that's telling. I may have heard a few things just yeah. around the house. Yeah, I know where you heard it. It's clear to me I came to you at the wrong direction on this. Came out here to offer my help, not threaten you, just to be clear. I appreciate that but I think I've got it under control. Do you? I guess we'll find out. Because what I see is you stealing from your friends and dealing with a bunch of spies. Stealing? It's such a harsh word. I don't even know where you got that notion. Well, I don't know where I got it either, I guess. And then I'll walk off. He's just going to watch him walk off a bit? I actually go back to the party to get real off to be clear. <laughs> he mutter to himself, he's like, not stealing from friends, I'm stealing from nobles. And then just kind of like make the rounds, be seen by a few other like noble people and you know, shake hands. And, Some yeah. people are starting to leave the party and they all come by to the parents and Lucan is relatively close to them at that point. And so, every, you know, they're kind of going through and giving handshakes and thanking the Amastasias, asking where Xanafia is. She's out back um, crying on the shoulder of one of her servants. Somebody says but they that. don't. They don't know that. Oh, but that's okay. where we left her, right? Yeah, that's where she was. I think last. Well, Lucan's been having a good time and probably can't stand up straight at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your father turns to you and says, "Tomorrow's a lucid day. You recognize? You'll be ready for mass. I'll be ready. I'll, I'll be. I'll be ready, father. No worries." <laughs> the stuttering was perfect. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> Anything um, else need to be done in the party? I'm going to circle around. As I'm like circling and just kind of 
mingling and rubbing elbows. Is there a good vantage point to see into the garden? I mean, I wouldn't be out there the entire time, I guess. It, how much time are we talking spent? I don't know. I mean, are you looking actively looking for Zan? Um, just kind of looking around in general. I don't think she would be even in with an eye shot of the okay. ball at all. So, right. I mean, if you want to wait for her to come back in, she'll come back in soon enough. But I don't think you're going to yeah. see. I don't think you're going to witness what's happening. Back okay. There. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I'm just going to kind of mingle around and wait for Zan to appear before I head out. Okay. Zan so cast her spell one last time. Yeah. Makes her look like she hasn't been crying. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Make yeah, up, clears up. Yeah. <laughs> the puffy eyes and everything. Well, sure. at the very least, she thinks she thinks it helped. Yeah, and I'll do that right before I come back in. Okay. And I'll thank Balthazar for comforting. And to go back about his business. Of course, milady. Then yeah, she'll cast it right before she walks back in the door. I think we came in through the kitchen, if I remember correctly. So so she'd come in from like a back room area. Uh, who else is still there? How many people are still left in this party? Like, what's the capacity versus like who's still? Maybe maybe half the people. Okay. Yeah. You, when you walk in, you see the the gladiators are talking about how they need to go to work tomorrow, and so Chagrin, the dragonkin, is having a animated conversation with with Relop <laughs> and patting him on the head, sort of. So you can nice. let that happen and not bother that situation. <laughs> Relop seems to have that in hand. Where's, what's Merc doing? <clears throat> I, I went back and found Relop, so probably talking about yeah, Chagrin. Yeah, kind of standing yeah. in there, yep. Um, is there anybody else that we didn't speak to? Was there any of the nobility that I hadn't addressed yet, nor thanked them for coming, or... I mean, they all kind of came through and said, you know, yeah. I mean, it becomes a, after a while, it became a, a blur. You know, yeah. You, She's just, just trying to recall. So unless you have somebody specifically that you wanted to talk to, but otherwise. Is you know. anybody from like Herod's office here? Other than the clergy that were at the front? Like anybody from um, the church or at least the administration of the city that would be there? We haven't talked about any authorians, but there would be a few authorians there. Okay. Because even though you're rivals, you're still... And so... Yeah. Deacon Anthon Authoria, he is there. There with a wife. And you do know that he is a paladin for the church, and his duties actually involve the protection of Bishop Herod. So she would approach him and try to get an idea of what Herod's schedules of the games and things are looking like, to try to find a time to meet with Herod and discuss the state of the city and other things, like in the area. Sure. He says it shouldn't be hard to find a time maybe in the afternoon. Okay. I'll have to look to make sure that I'm not forgetting some sort of part of his day. That Just I'm send forgetting. a missive as to when I can meet with him as soon as possible. Tomorrow is fine. Future is fine as well. Staying here? Yes. Thank you. And then just move on. Is Octur still here? He's packed up and kind of said, gotcha. his, said his goodbye, so he's on his way out. I'll thank both of them as well. Party's winding down, so just let me know if there's anything else. Or... Um, yeah, as I see Dan walking around, I will grab two wine glasses off of one of the trays nearby and walk over next to her hmm? and hand her one. Oh, like I haven't had enough of this tonight. As I think you could probably use a little more. Okay. So she kind of like reaches the glass out to toast with you and then drink it. I heard a few things down the hallway. I'm sorry, what? I don't want to get too involved in your personal life, but I think honestly. She's kind of looking around and I'm going to grab him and pull him into like a side <laughs> area. <laughs> what are you talking about? You were upstairs? Yeah, I got lost. Doing what? Uh, trying to find a bathroom. The bathroom's down here. It's. Yeah, it was publicly announced I, like I every hour. Now. I know that now. Why were you doing up there? Why? It, okay. Anyway, I just wanted to say you're probably better off without him anyway. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. 
Wonderful. And she just finishes the whole glass, hands the glass to you, yeah, and walks I grab, away. I hand you the other one. She'll take it, <laughs> hand you the empty, and walk off. It's See very you. abrupt. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and then I'll head out. Party over? Party over. I am going to go uh, find old, uh, one of the nicer high-end inns with locking doors. There's this great flop house I hear that's got really secure doors. Yeah. With I missing pass on that one, though. With a missing clock on their wall. <laughs> You walk up to one called the Boniface Inn. Have you been in there yet? I have not. I you hear vile music coming out of it. Seems like a peaceful, but we're still it's got a little like bit of a nightlife, but it's not anything part of town crazy. Still. No, not necessarily. It's not far from the Citadel walls, but it's not, I wouldn't call it like a fancy place. Tommy. If you poke your head in, the guy playing the viol is an older gentleman, and he's pretty talented. How much for a room, and do your doors lock? Somebody behind the, there's a woman behind the bar. She says, it's golden night, but they lock, they're clean, they're the best inn you're going to find around. Doing beans on toast in the morning, flavors them up real good. Okay. Yeah, I'll grab a room. Actually, that doesn't sound bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good news. (laughs) Good news. I'm going to have a breakfast. (laughs) You're also staying there. (laughs) How much much was that room? A gold, including food for breakfast. Yeah. Yep. Like, literally, that'll cover you, too. Like, if you were going to eat a few times, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. They got you. Mainly because I'm, I'm paranoid about a possible tail. So I'm going to lock the door, turn down the lights, climb out the window, and sneak away. Oh, okay. Interesting. So where do you go from there? Uh, from there, I'm going to go back to the other end so I can collect the rest of my stuff. Leave my fancy clothes at that end. Just, I don't care about them anymore. Uh, so I'm going to leave those, and then I'm going to go find, like, an alcove. I'm just going to sleep out on the streets, but under a rooftop ledge or something like that. Just kind of huddle away, making sure I'm not being tailed. All right, roll a stealth check. <laughs> Thomas Dice. <laughs> uh, 18. Oh, that's not good. No, it's good. It's good bonus. Nobody, nobody seems to bother you. Okay. Just before I kind of doze off, I'm going to just kind of palm... That uh, scribing stone. Just make sure it's in your hand. As make you sure sleep. it's in my hand and realize that the weight of that stone is what carries my family. Okay. So are we helping Lucan up to bed? Is he pretty... <laughs> contract? Yeah, make a contract. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Please roll low. This is the dice my brother got me. Let's go. Oh, 21. 19, 21. 19, 19. All right. No, no, no. He's... I mean, he's... He's you know doing that thing where he's trying to walk yeah. straight, and it's very clear that he's not doing it right, but he's able to get himself to bed. I'm good. I'm I'll, good. I'll help him make sure he gets to his room, at least. Sleep decent. well, brother. He we'll pats you on the face and goes, you're a good sister. <laughs> <laughs> just keep reminding yourself of that, and she'll just let him into his room. She still has that one glass of wine she's been kind of carrying it around most of the rest of the party as, as everybody was leaving. So she's going to walk down the hallway and just kind of laugh to herself, slowly drink. She's going to stop and look around, think of where she was when she broke up with Eros, and look around the hallway of what's around her. Okay. It's definitely right in front of Father's study. She'll go to the door and open it. Just kind of step in and look around. Nothing looks different than you would imagine it would. No, it's stupid. And she'll just finish drinking the wine and walk out of the room. Kind of like self-insulting herself for thinking. Sure. Merck and Relop, anything before we call it a night? Uh, before we go to bed, um, 
Hey, Relock. Yeah. There was a gentleman that knew me at that party there. I think he's going to come see me tomorrow. And I want you to hear that conversation. Okay. Do you want me obviously there, or...? No, I just want you to hear the story that I'm going to tell him. I feel that I owe it to you. I just, I don't want to say it twice. Okay. A little confused, but when are we doing that? I don't know. It depends on when he shows up. Okay. I'll just get back to bed. On top of the giant treasure chest. On top of the giant treasure <laughs> <laughs> chest. broken chest is just still in the middle of that room, isn't it? <laughs> not broken, oh, just, he, a, just a lock. Throw some pillows it. in it, and now he's got his own little, like, coffin. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's like a crib. I mean, if it shuts, he's not lifting it, that door open. That's <laughs> fine. That's what he's got work for. Hulk, in the middle of the night, you are woken up by some noise. You're kind of near the river, and you can hear people talking amongst themselves and some a lot of water movement and knocking, you know, wood hitting wood as some docking is happening. And you see that kind of from the shadows, you can see that there's, there's some sort of raft and it has something big on it. It's almost like, looks like a whale or something on, on this raft. And they're actually moving upstream. It's coming from the Southwest and you can hear some sort of like grunting from whatever that thing is. And it's hard to tell. It's just sort of a big upside-down bowl almost. And they're mo- moving it along. They're, they're heading further northeast through the city. Hmm. I make a bent note of it for now because I'm going to try and minimize my movements to keep from attracting attention, but I'm definitely going to keep an eye on that. Okay. Make a mental note of it. Maybe check that out later. Sure. You said they were going to the kind of northeast, heading north. Mm-hmm. All right, so everybody gets some rest, and you can set up your spells for the day. It's going to be the 22nd of Flaventia, which is second day of the week, which is a lucid day, which is a, a mass day. Holg, you found some sleep, that whatever that was in the river passed, and the sun's coming up, barely, but you feel like you're too visible, and you want to get moving. Yep, I want to drop down and kind of... Start taking like a meandering path to uh, the anchor. Might be a little early. They, you know, they may not have opened yet, but at least you can get set yourself get, up. There. Get situated and kind of appraise the the area. So, all right, he's on his way. I, th- I feel like Lucan's going to sleep in a little bit. <laughs> Probably as much as he can. No, he has to get up early for mass. Hope you get that cure poison. Yeah, going. we do have mass. Mercury, wake up and relapse over there. Ball in the chest. Snoopy. <laughs> I gotta say that it looks uncomfortable. You get accustomed to it. I think you're too accustomed to sleeping on the ground. Well, I'm not sleeping on the ground here. Fair enough. Who's this guy we're talking to? His name is Orem. He was another one of my grandfather's protégés. That's how we know each other. Have I heard of Orem before? Mm-mm. I imagine he taught the twins how to fight. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Weird how everything ties back together, huh? So is he in... Amastasia or? No, he equates down to a little bit better than a cell sword. Um, he's, I don't want to call him a mercenary, but, he, you know, he is a hired hand by the Amastasius. Oh, he, like a guard or something? 
he's part of their house, which you know is right. But he's kind of like a house, house knight. He's not so he's like a master, of sort of a servant, but like yeah, but like in rough terms, in a he's sense. a hired hand. Like yeah, he's not. I'm not saying he's like a low ranking person. No, yeah, I was just trying to clarify in case you weren't sure how that would work. But yeah, I'm imagining like a house knight, like back in the old days, like mm-hmm. he's. Not really of that family, but he answers to them and he has a position right. of authority. Lance said Master Arms would imply that he's in charge of like the defense of that house if it came down to it. All right. Uh, where are we meeting, Orm? I told him to come here. I don't know when he'll be by. I'm not sure if he's going to go to Mass or not. I don't remember how religious he was off the top of my head. Okay. Welcome to uh, Lucid Day. What's a Lucid Day? It's the first day of the week and everybody celebrates it's, Mass. It's actually the second day of the week. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Hal's Day followed by Lucid Day. It's like Tuesday, but it happens to be the Lucite Holy Day of the Week. Yeah, it's the Lucite Holy Day of the Week. And it, uh, it's when they celebrate Lucian. Or Lucius? Lucian. 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 <laughs> we've, we've broken the seal yeah. on loose names, right? Yeah. L-U-C what? No, 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 no. What was the uh, name of that contrary woman? I don't remember her name. I don't recall off the top of my head. I uh, might be able to help you keep an eye on your sister. Well, that'd be interesting. That might be good. Well, I know you don't want her to know that you're around, but you definitely want to know how your sister's doing. Or you should. I I think I've found a way to keep an eye on her, see how she's doing. It'll take a little bit, but we should be able to figure something out. I'll be good. You want to grab some breakfast? Yeah. I heard they had beans on toast. It sounded toast. really good. It sounds good. Let's go run downstairs and see if the breakfast is available yet. It is, yeah. This Boniface gets up early. Do they have breakfast so beer? If you want an ale, you can have an ale. Sure, certainly. It's a lot like lunch and dinner beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only earlier. <laughs> Only earlier. All right. Second breakfast beer. Yep. Says so uh, Mercenary. The old gentleman, he's he's now behind the bar. Well, I usually go by Mark unless you want to be formal. Well, the letter says mercenary, and that's you, correct? I take the letter. Someone dropped it early this morning. What do they look like? A courier, I don't know. Young mm. young boy. I guess I'm not going to worry about the courier, then. I open the letter. It is from Orm Gladlin and says, meet me at the arena this afternoon. One o'clock, and he gives you a section. It's written off. It's actually done with symbols rather than, you know, like a letter or number or something. So you're going to basically meet at the lion section. Right, so B4, got it. (laughs) All right, I guess we're going to the arena. See if we can go watch Sigrin, I guess. He said he was going to be on today, so. So you guys have breakfast? Yeah, before we go to the... Arena, and I don't know if anything else is going to come up. I would like to go to the, the armory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just literally called the armory. And check out on the sword. Okay. Uh, when you show up, they are just setting up, and he sees you coming, Atticus, and says, Oh, wait, we finished your sword just before close yesterday. It's it, here waiting for you. Excellent. I pay him the agreed upon amount. The piece that they have is kind of a, looks like a wrought iron, but it's. A lot more sturdy than you might imagine. You're, you, you look at it, and you know you've got a little bit of skill in this, and you're a little little unclear on what alloy is happening here to create this dark color. 
Um, it's certainly not like your armor, but it creates the illusion of looking similar to that on the crossbar. Excellent. And I assume the blade is like super, or like light colored, almost white. Yeah, the blade doesn't look any different. They they just changed. Oh, it's up. like the light blade and then like a dark cross guard. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. It actually it looks pretty cool. It's a with everybody having these lucite weapons. Like suddenly, it looks kind of it's it's a cool change from what you've been looking at recently. All right, and then I uh, I give him the chainmail and then the original greatsword. I just give them to him. I'm like I'm not asking for payment or trade or anything. Oh. I just say I want this to go cheaply to a young aspiring. Swordsman. I, I can arrange that. Thank you. And that concludes my business. As you're walking away, you see him looking at that great sword, and he kind of gives it a, you know, a shake, like he's he's got to do something with this thing. It needs a little more. The thing was basically just a metal wolf handle. <laughs> so you got a sword back. Zan, what are you doing when you get up? That's a fantastic question. Um, I'm going to get you guys on the road so I can just say, everybody wakes up! Yeah, and we're all next to each other. <laughs> Not in 50 places around the city. She had some plans. She wants to speak to her mother first, actually. Okay. So she would go get breakfast and try to find Falna Anastasia. She's sitting um, on her little terrace that she likes. Love it. She's having a little bit of tea this morning. Good morning. Good morning. You survived? <laughs> Barely. Did everything go according to plan? I believe so. Seemed like a success. I'm glad everybody got what they wanted. My brother Anil had a little more than he wanted, but I'm sure he'll be fine. He was hanging around Lucan all night. I mean, I know he's been his favorite, but it seemed like he wouldn't leave him alone. Well, you know, I think he appreciates the potential in your brother. Actually, the Dearborns is something I needed to speak with you about. Tharval mentioned uh, talking to you about some of the issues that have been going on in the realm around us and that you might have some connections to help us solve a few of them or at least point me in the right direction. Specifically, two items of note that I need to review with someone. I'm, I spoke last night with the Athoria family about reaching out to Herod regarding church business, but there seem to be two prime problem areas in the realm right now that I, we can maybe do something to help with. First, Briam needs lumber to rebuild their entire dock district, and I don't know how much lumbering is done in the First Men's Forest, but if the Dearborn are somehow involved with that, then maybe we could work on increasing production, sending it downstream towards Briam so that they can repair their city. And then second, when I mentioned specifically to Tharaval about the idea, do we have any kind of connections with, I mean, I've never met one personally, but druids of the forest or someone that could help us regrow the crops fast enough so that by the time winter comes along, we aren't in a starvation situation? Is there anything like that that you would have an idea about? I'm going to bring these exact same problems to Herod as well, but I'd rather speak with you first. This is a bit more of a casual meeting. So drink some tea while she's Sure. She says, well, Druid is a little bit of a dirty word in a lot of places around here. I tried to dance around it, but... And I appreciate your, I was going to say, earnest earnestness. Honesty? Yeah, I mean, that's what I was going for. Okay. But I was Fair going for a better word and I lost it. Go ahead. <laughs> I appreciate the, your directness. Sure. I'm aware that those sort of magics exist. As am I. But only by reputation. I've never seen it. And I've, in my younger days, I did see a few things that made me recognize that those are powers of nature that are beyond a lot of us. But they're real. Uh, yes, I believe they're real. But as far as having contacts that we could go to I, I don't know that I don't know that 
I could help you. I don't know that your father could help you. I don't know that Herod could help you. I don't even know that Anil could help you. What is father's plan for the winter for food? It was my understanding that we would see if the Purians would be able to help send food our way. There's lots of cropland west, and there's more people here than there are west, and it seems likely that they might have some excess that they could share. You think they'd be willing to share? I think we may have to trade something of value. Who is he sending to do this trade? Well, and she kind of stops. She's thinking that (sighs) you and your brother would be good delegates to... (laughs) Sure. I mean, we're going that direction anyway. It makes sense, I guess. I just didn't know if he had someone else planned or a caravan prepared or something. We're a little worried about our travels up that direction, and if Father had something already in mind, I thought maybe we could follow along, but I suppose... you know your father. He likes the family to take care of it. And you and your brother are of age, and he's going to call on you to step into those roles when need be. What happens when those roles conflict with what the church wants me to do? I would hope that it wouldn't come to that. You and me both. But certainly feeding the people would be something the church would agree with. I would certainly hope so, hence the discussion with Herod, but what does Father want us to trade? We think that Herod will probably be able to give you some terms, give you access to something to negotiate. Probably gold, but we'll see what they need. Is that what the Pyrians would want? I couldn't tell you. Okay. Sorrowful just mentioned speaking to you about it, and I felt most comfortable doing so, so... Did you have fun last night? Mm, I spoke with a few of your aunts, and that was fun. <laughs> How are they doing? Good. It's been a, a rough couple of months, and I think things are starting to go back to normal. What happened here at Parliament House specifically? We just holed up. We lost a few people, but people that weren't within the walls. Sorry to hear. I think there were people that had it much worse than us. I know there were. They're going to have it even worse in the winter if we can't figure something out. Tell me about that necklace you're wearing. Hmm. She looks down at the angel-winged one. Mm-hmm. Do you like it? It is nice. little symmetry. I like a little nature motif. I know those are supposed to be angelic wings, but I kind of prefer the idea of them being birds. Looking at it from here, it's a little hard to see that way, but it doesn't go with anything, unfortunately. I have to work around it all the time. Well, it's gold. You can try to find some more gold to add to it. Uh, It was a gift, actually, from Grand Inquisitor Eudas in Lucidum. You interacted with Eudas? Quite frequently, actually, yes. Wow. Did you ever know Bishop Albus? Only by reputation. I think that he might have fought with your uncle. Really? Pyrian veteran. Hmm. I have to speak with him about that. But yes, anyway, the light bearers were very much involved with the defense of the city, so we were able to meet a good number of them. Well, it's exciting to hear about your experiences in such a short time. You've gotten to go see the world a little bit, even though it's not always exciting or positive. It was almost a little too exciting. Well, and I recognize, too, that I know that song at least tells us what happened to Albus, and so... For what it's worth, I'm sorry that you had to connect with someone and lose him so quickly. 
she has kind of like a single tear will roll down one of her cheeks and she just wipes it away but just nods when do you think you're leaving I don't know I guess when everything is ready when people are ready to go when we have everything we need to make our way that direction I would say that the travel time alone dictates that you probably should leave soon you need time to get there you need time to negotiate and we need time to move that grain east if that's what's going to happen because we don't want to get stuck there in the winter then we wouldn't be able to make it back let me have the meeting with Herod today and see what he says do you have any idea on the lumber oh the lumber there's some lumber trade that comes out of the first men's forest but it's regulated Hmm. it's the only reason there's still a forest next to this city Hmm. and so it would probably be worth checking with your father or, or maybe Herod but my understanding is that most of that comes from Woods End and mm. comes straight down the river and they send it down. Who regulates the First Men's Forest production? The church or the Dearborn and the... The, the, the church would be the official in charge. Okay. But the, yes, the Arasias are very much, they have their hands in that. Okay. Well, enough business anyway. Agreed. So I'll have breakfast with her. Yep. Just hang out and chat. Unless she asks anything else more personal for her, she's just no, I pleasantly talking. She's kind of happy to just enjoy the morning. It's yeah. starting out to really, too, to be a... It's a unseasonably cool today, but it's a good cool. Like, cool. it's been... We're heading into, effectively, the mid, middle of July. Yeah. And it's really nice to have a little cool breeze morning. this morning. <laughs> Instead of humidity. Mm-hmm. All right. So she'll just sit with her mother for a while. Lucan, any, anything that you... So you wake up. <laughs> Your head's throbbing a little bit. Con check. Con check to see how much. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Uh, you do have a, a bedpan if you need it. That's <laughs> <laughs> bad. So uh, he's going to get up and start getting ready for the day, and he's going to check his soul sword. Are the okay. two tallies still there? <laughs> they are. Okay. I didn't drink them away. <laughs> All right. He tries to uh, look his best and gets ready for mass. A little bit bloodshot this morning. You've got kind of a, there's a mirror in your room. You know, it's not the mirrors like we would have today. It's, it's, you know, you sort of get a blurry, vague image of yourself. Still good looking though. <laughs> Probably because of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that little shine off his teeth happens perfectly. <laughs> All right, Hulk, what's going on? All right, so I get to the anchor. Uh, I'm just going to, at first, kind of scout around the area. I notice anyone that may possibly be Maddox's crew. Like a perception test? 14. So you get close to it. You know, there's a couple of kind of warehouses, right? There's a lot of things that come down river along this spot, and... The restaurant is kind of an odd spot. You know, it's it's really lumber trade all around this area. And you do notice a couple of guys going into, like, a couple of the different warehouses. Uh, There's a couple of guys that are starting to move some crates here and there. And there's something about a couple of them that just don't look right to you. And and most of whom, most of the people that you're seeing are high orc. Which, because of where you are, that could be... You know, you know that most of Natick's people are going to be high orc, mm-hmm. but at the same time, this is a heavy labor area, and this is where they employ the high orcs in town. But the anchor's not open yet. Not yet. 
Alright. You're probably about an hour away. I'm gonna skulk around in some side alleys and just kinda wait for the opening. I'll keep an eye on those uh, those other two. Sure. Roll perception again. Twenty-three. Roll your initiative. It's like we need to fight here. Oh there it is. Uh, there, look, there it is. <laughs> it just uh, thirteen. So you kinda look around, you're paying attention to these two laborers. One of them looked at you a little bit long from where he was and you and you don't like that. And Basically, as you're looking, you st- you see some movement off to the right of your sight, and you look over, and somebody's moving in on you, and he's moving fast, like he basically just is charging you. Right. And so I don't know exactly what to call him, but uh, we're just going to call him Attacker. He is a human, and he's got a dark cloak up. He has a pretty nondescript face, so he's got this sort of and sort of pale, so it's it's this white pale face coming out of this dark cloak as he comes your direction. And he has a kind of a serpentine short sword. Like it's all sort of wavy as he comes in towards you. But he's coming in for the attack. The problem is though, you caught him just as he was coming in. You get to go first. Alright. I'm in like an alleyway? Yep. So it's just this fight in an alleyway. It's like a some trash can sitting there. I will chuck a dagger at him. He... You know what? I, I really the the way because he can he kind of like comes around a corner. It's like he knew you were there. So honestly, if you want to get close, if you want to do a close combat thing, you can do that this turn. No, I'm gonna check a dagger. Okay, out. fair enough. I guess first of all, is there anything that I can climb? Like, because uh, like I have that second story work, so I can travel or climb um, basically unhindered as long as it's sure. not like sheer surface. Uh huh. Okay. So, so yeah, then I'm definitely going so to you check could, yeah because the, the 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 brickwork along this building like would it'd be enough for you to just go okay if you need yeah, to so I'll check the dagger at him and that will be a twenty one totally hit gosh what if I was like nope missed <laughs> trying, to, <laughs> trying to remember all by himself so that's five damage to him and then I will use my move action to begin ascending okay and then I will use my bonus action to continue ascending. Okay. All right, let's get you on top okay. of the roof. Yep. It's kind of slanted. Go. All right, you're just going to run? Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see what he does. I'm going to do the rooftop chase. There you go. You should impossible crap out of this. <laughs> Occasionally to pick up a tile off a roof. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like a shrew So, knife flies. He sort of goes to move and he tries to do a little matrix thing, kind of, you know, and it, it, it does catch him. And as you. Uh, as you're climbing up, he, he you're, you get to the top and just sort of looks just side angle to see if he's see if he looks like he's following. And this guy starts doing the same thing you're doing. Mm-hmm. Like he's trained in a, in similar ways. So this guy's up on the roof behind you, and it's your turn. Okay, that was my last dagger. Um, was it really? Yep. <laughs> Bag of D fours. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. I'm, I'm gonna actually going to get to the lip where he's coming up, and I'm just going to stab down at him. I'll wait for him to you know, come up and just... Okay, yeah, you can do that, fair enough. Like, you know, as... So, like, as he's just coming up, you yep. turn around and say... Yep. All right. So, short sword yep. at this point, right? Yep. You see 16? Hits. 10 damage. Yeah. All right. Back. Yep, you catch him. You using bonus action or no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll go ahead and bonus action, too, then. You're swinging on him again? Yeah. Okay. And that one with it. AC nine. 
and then you sort of slide and then you kind of go to slash and he backs off out of the way as you do that he makes a he makes a noise that just it startles the heck out of you because it's it's like a it's like a guttural music like a you've never heard it before like it's it is the weirdest thing and you've never heard it come out of somebody's face before mm-hmm. he swings at you with that serpentine blade um, and he catches you it's uncanny dodge a reaction Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so you that. uncanny dodge. Is that half or miss? It's, it's half. half, right? Okay. So he catches you at that point. So he gets you for four. That's halved. And then he swings again. He misses that one. You kind of do a little sidestep and he just clips you as he goes by. Your turn. Continue swinging at him. Okay. AC 12. Misses. And then 25. Hits. Four, four damage. It's basically just a slash fast at this point. Yeah, so yeah, he's going to take a swing back. He hits. And uncanny dodge again. Another four. Swings again. He gets another another swing, basically. Mm-hmm. And hits again. Seven. Swing back at him. That's AC 18. Eight damage. AC 14. 14 misses. So he gets one more in. And evading, I'm assuming. Yeah. So he gets you, in this case, for three. So as you start your turn, you take two points necrotic. And then make a con check. 13. Takes another swing and it misses, and it's your turn. Just back and forth. Okay. Yeah, how, how's just, he looking? You know, he's, he's bloodied. Right. How are you looking? Uh, still over half. <laughs> so that's not bloody. <laughs> See if I can catch him, which I do not. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's a 10. Okay. And uh, the back swing, so that would be AC 24. Hits. So that would be 6 damage on that. He's gonna do it again. He misses his first one. Ooh, it's his second one. Evasion on that one? Yep. He credit actually, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it'll just be regular. Six. Okay. So it comes back in and really kind of jabs you more than he had before, but you're, it's like you pull away just as the knife of the sword comes in and it doesn't quite do the damage it should have. So, uh, when it's your turn, you're gonna take two necrotic and then do a con check again. It's almost like you're bleeding more Six. than you should be. It's starting to get a little panicked now. <laughs> so, swinging at him, 18. Uh, hits. Five more damage. With the other one, AC 19, five damage. Okay. Yeah, he's, again, you know, it's just back and forth. You're both bloodying each other up. Yours are just doing this weird thing where you're like, what's happening here? Like, you just see, like, blood just kind of, like, pooling at your feet. Mm-hmm. He takes another swing, and you sort of dodge out of the way. The next one catches you, so you're evading. Yep. That's six points, and it's your turn. You take Contract. one point in Necrotic, and then Contract. Uh, 13. Oh. What are you down to? I'm at 17 left. 17, okay. Uh, so I am going to try and rush him to push him off the edge. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm like, what's going well? You're on a rooftop, show that guy off. So that is 13. And we just need to meet that. All right, so you shove him, and he kind of slides a little, little bit, and he ca- and he catches himself. Like, this guy seriously knows he knows what he's doing. Like, there's a this guy's a trained, you know, assassin. And that's one of your or, attacks, so you can do your offhand if you want. We'll try it again. All right. Can you do the offhand? No, that's a bonus. Oh, that'd be a bonus, bonus action. action. Okay. So this so is you just a bonus action attack my, if you want. Yeah, gotcha. so that'd be 18. Oh, two. All right, takes another swing. Ooh, misses badly. The second one's going to hit. Evading? Yep. 
three points. Just catching, catching, catching. It's your turn. You're also going to take three points necrotic. Take it, do a con check. Fifteen. Cool. So that actually meet it. So you, so you, you <laughs> kind of the wound stops pouring blood like it was. <laughs> All right. I'm going to continue with plan B of shoving him off. Shove him off. All right. Gotcha. Uh, it'll be a nineteen. All right. Shove him. This, he, he looks like he's going to do the same thing. and he's got, Like, he's just got this face on. Like, he's just so confident, right? And you push him that time, and he's like... And then, the, seriously, the tile starts sliding underneath him, and he falls backwards behind him. You see that sword, like, kind of go up in the air as he starts to fall, and he falls backwards. And, like, the way he falls, too, he hits... He kind of hits the tile on his way down, and you see his legs flip up above him. Like, it's not a good fall, yeah. right? So you look down, you look look over the edge, and that guy broke his neck. Like it's pretty clear that that guy's out. Okay, drop down. Let's do a quick check of his pockets. Maybe he's got a healing potion. <laughs> he's got, you know he's got this this sword. It's got this kind of bluish black leather wrapping, like a like almost like a lizard skin wrapping around mm-hmm. the hand of it. And then it's got that that serpentine, um, and it's got your blood all over it. And that, this is mine now. That's where that went. (laughs) And he's got about 10 gold on him. It's kind of loose, but, you know, we'll call it 10 gold. And then as you're kind of picking through him, you are sort of stopped for a second, and you recognize that he's got an eclipse on his wrist. Great. Oh, boy. He's got a tattoo. Yeah, that's not good. This doesn't look like a knocktooth dagger, does it? It is not a knocktooth dagger, no. Still sketchy, but all right. I'm gonna finish like that and kick that like by a dumpster bin or something. It's like drag him over, and then is the anchor open yet? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but you are at this point. You are a bloody mess. Right. Like you are. I mean, like it's worse than it should be because he just this weapon just opened wounds on you. Right. And you just you look like the end of Carrie. I'm going to go to the only healer I trust. I need to go track down Zan. Okay. <laughs> hey, come on now. Imagine the scene where he, like, he shows up at the door of Amastasia's house just bloody. Just dripping. <laughs> What's your plan? You're going, going to Amastasia's house? Yep, I'm going to Parliament House. <laughs> only healer I can trust in town right now. Are we going to be there by the time he gets there? Or no, will we be off the heal. She doesn't want to heal. <laughs> yeah, never done it before. Why start now? Why start now? (laughs) Lay on hands is just so much better. Don't touch me. So, (laughs) oh, you start staggering off that direction, and yeah, these—I mean, these clothes are gonna have to burn or something, right? Like, it just literally just opened up blood. Left the sword there, right? Like, he's just—you just left him where he was. Assassin guy, I'm just basically like dragging and throwing against the wall, like some drunk or something. And then the sword, yeah, I'm holding onto it because. Oh, okay. So you pick up the sword. Right. It's got my blood on it. It's mine now. <laughs> All right. It's still early in the day, but there's a lot of people that are starting to hit the streets, and so you're causing a commotion, right? Like you're staggering through, mm-hmm. and there's no hiding the fact that you just have blood right, all over right. you. You yeah. look like a murderer or a murder victim or some some sort of combination, and you're heading in the direction that you think is the Parliament House. And you kind of turn a corner. You're trying to do back alleys because you want to be walking right down the street. Right. And as you turn a corner, you get to the woman that stopped you on the docks. She's got kind of blue skin. She's got a big curl in, in the front of her hair. Kind of faded up on the sides. 
And she says, darling, what I really don't have time you? for this right now. I'm just cutting her out. She's trying to get past her? Yep. Okay. She holds out a mother's milk. No, I don't want to pay the price that you're going to ask for it. Price is simple. You got it with you? It's in a safe spot. When are we going to get it? When I know my family's safe. You should know that we know that you threw that disc into that house. Mm-hmm. We're watching. I know. All right. Get yourself cleaned up, sweetie. You gotta take care of a few things. Apparently so. I'm just gonna like go by her. I'm gonna make sure to just put a nice bloody handprint on her shoulder too as I walk by. <laughs> you you go by it as you're starting to leave. You sort of look back at her. You know she has sort of a tank top almost on, kind of a loose shirt over top of that, and she pulls the shirt off of it and throw, kind of lets it drop behind her, and says, "You're just trying to get my clothes off off me, aren't you?" Flip her off again. <laughs> And continue shuffling in the fastest shuffling manner that I can. You think you're probably just within a few blocks of Amistasha House and a paladin who at first you think it's Lucan because he just looks the part. Yeah, well, Saradins look the same anyway. <laughs> and he says, can I help you? Yeah, I need to speak to Zan Amistasha. Sir, you're bleeding. I know, this is really important. <laughs> Can I help you? Yes, get me to Zan. He puts his hand on you and he heals you up for 10. Okay, that's a start, but no, give me to Zan. What has happened? I was attacked. I need to talk to Zan. <laughs> and Zan is a Amastasha. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> I will escort you if you'll allow me. Lead away. Every time you look at him, he looks like Lucan. You, you, you can't shake. Yeah, I'm already yeah, like, this guy is Lucan. just as annoying. It's almost part of the idea. Almost part of the idea is like, you probably let this guy help you, but he just looks too much like Lucan. All right, come up to the gates, and it reminds you of Monsorum House, where you were standing out, you know, like the building before it burned, and the paladin announces his name. Aaron is his name. And Aaron they. Aaron. They allow you in. You know, somebody from the guard knows you from last night, and they let you in. Zan, you get a urgent message from one of the servants that somebody is bloody in here to see you. Are we leaving? Are we dressed? Or what are we... You're just finishing getting dressed, getting okay. ready to go to Mass. And so, Lucan, you probably would be coming out of your room or similar time and kind of overhear it. So the two of you are kind of alerted that somebody's here to see you, and he's not looking great. I'm sorry, who is it? A Polg? The orc page? She kind of glances over at Lucan. Oh boy, what do you do now? She'll go running down the hallway. Running downstairs, she has the the full best vestments you've seen her in. No armor, but she's wearing her sword and shield. And she'll come running down the staircase. Is he just in the foyer, like in the front air and entry? No, like he's, de- he's like, they basically have him at the bottom of the steps outside. Okay. Because he's sort of, they're afraid to that he'll die on his way up. Hmm. Oh my god. At this point, well, he looks worse than he is because of yeah. all the... You know, the blood on his clothes. But everybody assumes that <laughs> he's going to die right here, and so they're they're being a little bit careful about moving him. Okay. And it's very annoying. They're just yeah. they're like almost like holding you down. Yeah. Like just hold still, hold still. Yeah. yeah, she'll come running out onto the yeah. staircase like that. Oh my god, hold get she'll go running down. What is going on, Hold? Have, by the way, hey, they're guys? Gonna, they're gonna they are going to try to take your weapons from you just like to, Oh no 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 no. <laughs> no. They're gonna, like slap their hands away and just scolding like, so yeah. the dog. So they're all standing there, like, and, and you know, nobody's necessarily like willing to 
go further than that, but they're all. It's almost like they're waiting. For, you walk. You yeah. you guys appear to a scene that's like a like a standoff almost. Like they're <laughs> like he's like no, and they're all just sort of like, palms out. Like trying to reach it's them. okay. It's all right. You've been attacked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she'll come running down. She'll come barging well, through the line of them. She's like, he's a family friend. We'll take care of this. She'll come running up to him. I'll check him out. Like, what What I, happened? What are you doing? I will go up and lay on hands. How much are you injured? <laughs> I was just going to make a medicine check to see how bad he was doing. I still have 31 points of damage. You, you get healed for 30. Nice. <laughs> well, I was going to do a medicine check, but I guess that's moot. Okay. We, we, we knew you weren't going to well, no. do a check. We're just going to have that happen, and then you do the medicine check, and you're like, he's, he's fine. fine. <laughs> hey, he's fairly scratched. <laughs> still got, still got a sliver. <laughs> is this stage blood? <laughs> is this ketchup? <laughs> um, what in the world's going on, Hulk? I was meeting a friend, and I got attacked by someone with an eclipse tattoo. Really? She kind of looks over to the con. All right, come inside, and she'll help him out. Thank you, everyone. Yes, thank you. <laughs> As you walk away, they're all just like slack jaws. Like, yeah, just let them, let them inside. Like we'll they don't even know what to do now. So between Lucan and I, we'll make sure he gets inside. I guess we won't be carrying him since he's yeah, probably fine now, but... We still got the sliver, though. <laughs> forgot this. I point over I to this. the cleric. This, she takes this care of slivers. Here. I take care of wounds. She kind of looks at it. <laughs> it looks fine. <laughs> all right, we'll make his way inside, I guess. We'll... Balthazar appears pretty quickly with a tunic, like a fresh tunic, and yeah. a pair of leggings. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Balthazar. And she'll just hand hand it to him. Uh, let's get you cleaned up. I'll take him to that bathroom that was all plumbed with water and things mm-hmm. like that, so we can try to clean all the blood off of him. Uh, Lucan's not going to help with that part of it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> it's kind of like a pump like you'd have yeah. outside. Yeah. The clothing's like, perforated you know. enough right now. It's just the clothing. <laughs> You're away. Just... <laughs> <laughs> You're like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> so she'll she'll give him the tunic, she'll give him the leggings, she'll let him into the bathroom and then close the door. What what attacked you? Like how, she's saying this through the door yeah. while you're getting ready. Not cultists, huh? Uh, was someone it, with an eclipse tattoo? Was mm. it human? Was it demonic? It seemed to be human. But he did make this noise that Yeah, was, there was like an unholy sound that he uttered. What happened in the fight? He hit me with this, and I'm gonna like stick out of the, the doorway. The I'll take it. Wicked okay. sword, serpentine. Just it's just full of blood. Um, Holy cow! And like, I'm can you washing up and look on? Find can see if he can help us identify this, and maybe he'll know what that noise meant. So I'll hand the sword to you. Let you run off after him. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so she'll just be waiting outside the door. All right. Okay. Yeah, I get all cleaned up and. Check my pouch, make sure the stone's still there. I've got both of my swords. Gotta go buy some daggers later. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So he comes out and he's relatively cleaned up and he looks a little awkward because the clothes are not what he usually wears. He looks like a peasant or a servant or something. She kind of scowls at him a little bit. That's look terrible on you, but. I know. Look at me. I'm the orc page. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Do you still have your armor with you? did it's seen better days we can see about getting it repaired for you where were you when this attack happened by the anchor you're just out in the streets in the open i was waiting to go meet a friend and this guy came out of nowhere screamed at me and i kicked him off a roof so i assume he, it's dead yeah he wasn't moving and i took a bunch of his crap so okay that seems random enough but the 
knock symbol on the hand definitely lends it to being more targeted, yeah, correct? Yeah, the tattoo made it a little more unsettling. Well, come downstairs, let's see if we can figure out what happened. And I'll just bring him down to the library area, wherever Nick can sure. be. He's a historian, and he knows a lot of stuff, Yeah, but he doesn't like have spells, right? So no. like, what he can do, he's going to like look at the sword, for instance, and he, and he starts flipping it through books, seeing if he can find anything that seems... Yeah. This some sort of cursed item that we should know about. Doesn't find anything. Were there any reports of anything like this in the attack on Night's Day here in Princeholm? Perhaps a demon sort that would could shapeshift into a human and make that noise? He says the the noise sounds sounds to me like it might have been infernal, which is not typically something that people if they're if you're not clergy, you're not able to actually verbalize. It's you know, it's much like celestial. You can read it, right? But you need instruments to actually produce the sounds. And infernal works in a similar way. It's more of a discord the way it sounds. Hmm. But that's my best bet. So I, he he was possibly at least in league with some something demonic, but he shouldn't have been able to make the sound. If if I'm imagining it the mm-hmm. way you describe it, I I don't feel like that seems to make sense to I, me. I really hope that wasn't him saying that he was going to give me ten gold or something. Hmm. <laughs> well, the really freaky thing is it sounds like we're being hunted. I'm assuming there's demons that can shapeshift into humans, correct? We have documentation of such things throughout the... Yeah. Or can at least make themselves look like it. Mm-hmm. Through magical spells and such. We have wizards that can do the same. So if, if wizards can do it, I'm sure demons could also... Okay. Thank you, Master Nikon. And she'll hand the sword back off to Holog. He says, "We're before he he's you know he's yeah. being dismissed." But he says, "You." He kind of turns back to Holog and says, "You are using the, the lucite blades that you have there." Yeah. And he just kind of stores that away. You know, he's he wants to know what weapon you were using against him. Yeah, it was the kick off of the roof that killed him. And he actually like stops for a minute and goes, "Huh?" Like to see him yeah. go, "Oh." Yeah, you know, it's like this mundane thing killed him as opposed to this magical enchanted weapon. Maybe we can look Thank at you. the body or investigate the body more. Do you remember where you put it? Yep. Could <laughs> <laughs> be hard to forget that one. We might want to group up if we're going to actually go investigate that. In it's case true. there's more I, people after I us. also hold up that wicked blade. It might be worth having Relop take a look at this too. Could be magical. All right. Hold, why don't you take me to the alleyway? Lucan, why don't you go get Merc and Relop and bring them with us? I guess we'll have to figure out. Can you t- describe where it is? Let's all stick together. It's across by the anchor. What if you guys walk right out the door and get jumped again? And what if there's more of them? Let's okay. stick together. I mean, I'm feeling pretty good now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, uh, nobody can heal you anymore. I'm all out for the day. Erdan Amastasia walks walks up. You didn't realize he was there. You <laughs> yeah. know, like he kind of comes up. So this is their father, Mr. Holg. You're looking well. <laughs> Doing okay, I guess. He's all done up, too, for the... Are we not going to Mass? Um, I'm sure you and Mother are, but we seem to have another piece of business to deal with. Hulk was attacked in the streets by a not-cultist or demon or something. We have to investigate what happened. They targeted him specifically, which means we might all be targets. Yeah, it's quite concerning, Father. Well, I hate to have not have you with us, but if that's... What what makes you think he was a not-cultist? He had an eclipse tattoo. It matched the ones that we saw here in town before we left. 
I need to get my armor, and she'll just make her way past. Okay. Right. So she's gonna make her way up, change into clothes, and come back down and meet everybody, so we can be armored and things. I guess we'll follow her to yeah, just outside her room. Yeah. Uh, as we walk past Dad, I'm gonna be like, you might want some servants to clean up some of the uh, the bloody clothes in, in that room. <laughs> in the bathroom area? <laughs> yeah. The we'll, Jakes. We'll catch up to you uh, later, Father. I apologize. Keep me informed. Will do. So we wait for Zan to get ready, and yep. then we will go start looking for uh, Relop and Merc. At this point, it's still early enough. You, you know, you were told to meet at one, so it, it's... Because I know you went and did a few errands here and there, but they, they probably find you back at the, at the inn. Sure. Good morning, Good gentlemen. Morning. Have some not-so-great news. Hulk was attacked by a cultist this morning. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> Poss- what? Possibly a demon that could shapeshift into a person. It was speaking infernal. Like a tiefling. He said it didn't look uh, like one, but it made the noise. Hmm. Well, we had the idea of going over to see if the body is still there to do some investigation, but I wanted everyone to stick together just in case there's going to be more of them coming after us. Look at there. We have the two beacons of shining light need our help. Should we assist them? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to help, I guess, but... I'll be waiting outside, and she's going to turn to walk away from that. <laughs> Just have to listen to your insulting crap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lead in the Luke and Hey, he insulted me too. <laughs> Two uh-huh. beacons of shining light. Oh, I know. <laughs> Coming to a Purian and a, a bard for help. That's exciting. Let's go. Alright, we go to the body. Is it still there? Nope. Uh, there's the blood still is there. At least there's the, like, the yes, blood stuff. Blood okay. A lot of blood. Okay. Can't you do something with the, the blood stuff? Like, do like your. Yeah, I, I certainly Goody, can. Goody stuff. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll get on that for you. How about can you just I pour some water on the blood and kind of <laughs> smush it around with my boots? Your boots are very bloody. Can you track? Can I track him? Yeah, did they leave enough the trail for you to follow the blood? Well, Hulk said he was dead. Doesn't mean he wasn't still bleeding or pouring out of him. Leaking. Well, maybe be able to track the body. People of this building may have cleaned it up, or the city of. Cleaned it up. Yeah, by is now. there any trash? Is there? You said there are trash cans. Is there any trash in the trash can? <laughs> There's a body in the trash can. <laughs> I guess it. Yeah, it could I mean, worth looking. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can. It looks as though you can see some footsteps that lead to the river. I'm guessing one of the locals probably tossed it in the river. That'd be my guess too. Is there like a blood trail drag along, or does it? I mean, there's definitely a trail. It's yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's actually a drag, but there's drops okay. and footprints. Yeah. Hey, isn't but, that anchor place around here? Yeah, it's right yeah, there, it's right isn't there. it? Let's go get a bite. That sounds like a good idea. Let's go get some. It's like second breakfast. I'm always hungry. All right, I guess the morning's a wash otherwise. Let's just make our way over with them. So everybody's at the anchor. <laughs> Who's fishing? Uh, Lucan will start fishing, even though he definitely looks <laughs> like he's a little <laughs> distressed right now. Well, fish. Not really interested in fishing right now. Nope. Sam is not fishing. Pull the, the serpentine blade and I show it to Rila. Huh. Have you wiped it off? No. This so it's cake that's my blood. blood. <laughs> you want me to do something about that as well? Um, <laughs> no, but if you could, I don't know, examine that blade. Is there something not natural with it? Oh, right, right, right. 
Yeah, I don't know that I can do it right here. Is it? I, I wouldn't. You hear Zan? How busy is this place? They're just opening up. Larger little pot is there, and a couple other. Okay. What about across the river? Is that? Is there anything on the far side of the river? There's people that are starting to work, and you know they're like loading logs, and there's a mill across the way, and you can hear that they're starting to saw. Okay. Boards and things like that. It's it's a kind of a busy place. All right. Is there anywhere I could sort of duck under and? Or you could just take it back to the inn after we catch a couple fish. I got fish to catch. Or well, catch a dead body. I said after the fish. Too much of a risk at the moment. We can look at this later, but Master yeah. Littlepot, did anyone find a body nearby here this morning? A body? Yes. Oh, I I would hope not. I would hope not as well, but we heard there might have been an attack here and a body possibly thrown in the river, and she'll kind of point towards where it went in, sure. where, where the blood drops went. I didn't hear anything about that. I just know if the rumor made it around the wharf area here. I, yeah, not not at this I mean, it's still early, so maybe, maybe we'll hear more about it today. Okay, we can come back and ask. Did anybody speak with anybody last night about Pyrian lands and travel? Did we learn anything? There's a uh, champions that they've Imported from the north or heading out after whatever this festival is. Yeah, we have another week and a half or so of that. That seems like a long time to spend here. And remember, it's 18 days is yeah. basically what you're looking yeah. at at this point because we're only two days in. You seem to get on well with the Dragonborn. Yeah, seems like a nice enough fellow. He's going to be at the arena. I don't know that there's any trade going out that direction before they leave. Did he give you an idea of how the Pyrian lands work or what to do? It's like here. Yeah, Zan, I talked to our uncle Anil, and he, he's been there before. And uh, he just said, keep your eyes open and act like everything's kind of normal, but we should be good. That matches up with what Octur said. I spoke with him for a bit. He's toured the place extensively. He gave me the name of the lady in charge there as well as an inn he recommended. So we can keep that in mind. He thought as long as we were there and open with what we were doing and polite, that they'd be suspicious of us, but they wouldn't immediately attack us or incarcerate us or anything. So maybe everything we've been told about them prior to this has been wrong? Apparently justice is swift, though. Their form of justice of preference is hanging. It's an effective means. You've seen it before? Hangings? Yes. Oh, yeah. It gets the job done. I mean, we put people in a coliseum, so... Don't remind me. It's a pretty perfect moment for the Coliseum to start activating. Yeah. Yeah. She just kind of shakes her head. Start start moving over there. I wouldn't mind getting uh, a couple things before we hit the road, but when are you guys ready to hit the road? Yesterday. Three minutes. Yeah, well, if people are after us, too, I'd rather hit it sooner than later. And the time it's going to take to travel there and get back, we need to be back before winter. Winters outside aren't that bad. Well, they will be if we don't get back in time to solve the grain shortage we're going to have. I spoke with Mother mm-hmm. a bit about that this morning, actually. You did? Yes. Uh, when they started talking about grain shortage, I just kind of give like a curious look to Hulk and stare at him. Do I see that? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, you're all sitting together, right? Why do we care about grain? The whole realm is going to starve if we don't figure out how to fix the burnt fields. That's a they problem, not a we problem. Well, I mean, I do worry about my hometown and my family, but... We are of the realm. I know you aren't, but it is... I'm pretty sure that your family will be fine. They will not starve. I'm worried about the other family, however, is going to starve. Exactly. 
I want to take care of everyone's family, not just my own. Yes, and uh, yeah, same here. How very unpolitical of you. There are people starving everywhere. I don't care where they're at. Okay. Okay. How much is getting grain to this town going to be paying us? I don't know. I haven't worked out yet. But Mother mentioned specifically us working out a deal to where we could go to the Pyrian lands and make an offer to have them help us with food. Huh. And she gave you a name? No. She said Father was working on a plan and was going to let us know. I assume maybe after Mass this morning, but we've missed that now. So we'll have to try to reach with them later. Thanks, Holt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Next time I'll lead on somebody else's way steps. to get try to get killed. Jeez. <laughs> no one's blaming you, Hope, for almost getting killed. But we at least have that going for us on top of making our way there for our other obvious mission. So let us speak with Father, figure out what he wants us to do. I'm also going to try to work with Bishop Herod about producing more lumber to bring down to Bream to fix their dock situation when we go through the first men's forest on the way there. I just had a curious thought. Hmm? What if the Pyrians had to deal with their own version of not cultists doing their night's day ritual in their own towns? That's a great question. That's a good point. We won't know until we get there. Exactly. I mean, it's very... At least we could end up showing up and their entire cities could be on fire. That would affect the grain shipment. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Well, affect um, a lot of things. So I think it kind of behooves us to uh, get on the road sooner rather than later. I agree. So let me just get a few other things in line and we can leave as soon as we do. I would just prefer not to be stuck there all winter. I could think of worse things. Yeah. Well, you can feel free to stay all winter if you'd like, but we're going to make our way back here. Well, I'm going to make sure I get my task done there before I leave. Of course. You're welcome to do whatever missions you need to up there. Well, I would recommend all of us to stick together. For how long? Well, I'm talking for now in the city because if anybody else is after us, they don't, we don't want them to catch us one-on-one or anything. So I have just a few supplies to pick up before I'm ready to leave for the Pyrian lands, but I think Zan and I probably need to go talk to our parents before we head out. But I would be willing to head out today if you're ready. I was going to try to speak with Herod as well, but I don't know if that's going to be able to happen all in one day. I'll have to see what time we can leave. It's too late in the evening, there might not be much point. This is a relatively big town. We could at least get out of town. We can make our way to the Dearborn Inn. It's in the northwest side of town and on the way towards the First Men's Forest. That'd be a good place to start the morning from to get on the road. If we're going to split up, maybe Zan and I stick together and you three can stick together. It's just yeah, just to be cautious. No, I, I, I appreciate the concern. I'm sure Hulk doesn't want to Do we wanna... meet my family again. <laughs> talk with my family again. I mean, you're... <laughs> Your, your father's such a great conversationalist. <laughs> oh, nice. Thanks Thanks for that. I think he was being sarcastic. Shh. <laughs> Do we uh, want to just meet up at the Dearborn then, tonight? Uh, yeah, Dearborn's in Princeholm, right? Yeah. So yes, this evening, let's meet there. Okay. And we'll just take off first light. That sounds like a plan unless something changes. Okay. Excellent. Let's go take a look at the sword. Stay alive. I, uh, before we... <laughs> You're look- not my bomb. <laughs> I want to look around and see if I notice either the priest that he was talking to last night, uh, that Holga was talking to last night, or any other known third son. I wouldn't think that you actually know any third sons. You know some passés. That's what I associated, right? But, uh, yeah, you, well, go ahead and roll perception. We'll see. That'd be a real bad spy agency if they had known agents. Yeah, I got a 12. 
Yeah, you're, nothing seems out of the ordinary to you. I was say, that was my other thing I was going to kind of keep a, my periphery open <laughs> yeah. and see if I notice anyone that is taking a special interest in mainly me. Right. It was funny because you're like going there to meet, you know, secret meeting and like the whole team showed up. Great, guys. <laughs> Nobody questioned why we were there. And the whole team we're shows up like, for yeah. nothing. Ever. Nothing. Right? And the yeah. one time you're all together. There's nothing like, happens. Right. All right. Breakfast, I guess. Trying to, <laughs> trying to have this meeting. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your perception too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you, you definitely don't see the cleric from yesterday. Right. So you're not quite sure. So, are you going with these guys? I have a feeling Merc's not going to let me wander off on my own, so... Well, are they leaving separately of us? The twins? Is that right? Luke will make the way towards the church, I'm assuming so, because you guys probably don't want to go while we talk to our parents. Right. We could still meet at Mass, right? Mass is still happening, or would be happening soon. We didn't really go that far. Yeah, I mean, you could sort of... You might step in late, but That's fine. Mm -hmm. We'll make our way to the cathedral. After they leave, I'm like, so I'll hug you. Done with your business, or... Not going to be an issue here. I've got one more thing to do to try and wrap a few things up. You sure you don't want our help? I mean, after this encounter this morning, I wouldn't mind having you within shouting distance. Fair enough. Where would you like to go, I guess? Because I don't have to be anywhere until this afternoon. Settle down and I cast a line where, where I need to be. All right. I guess I'll order a beer. Set a can yeah, we'll of worms. Yeah, we'll go to the bar and just kind of pretend we don't know him. Set a can of worms right next to me and just wait. You're there for about a, probably about a half an hour goes by. They're ready for their second drink. You have not got a bite from your line and you're not really worried about it. Yeah. And a halfling shows up and sits down next to you and says, How's the fishing this morning? It was Pretty exciting right away, but it's died down. Hmm. Mind if I join you? By all means. So, those are your friends over at the bar, right? I'm going to switch over to the thieves' camp. Okay. And just, they're my associates. Are they involved in this conversation, or are they here to protect you? In thieves' camp. They're here to keep me out of trouble. Hmm. Seems like trouble you found. That's true. Are you giving us the stone? The sons managed to safely relocate my family. Hmm. So the deal is, it's supposed to have been done. What I've been told is that your parents are no longer in that abode. And I was under the impression that you had taken them from there. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah. I'm, what was that? <laughs> Sorry, what? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a, little, a little stunned right now. It, so you guys had them where? Our understanding is that your parents had vacated their home. We were under the understanding that you had procured that. Your folks, not in their home. Right. Do you know where they are? No. Huh. Well, that's a problem. That might be a problem. Where are you going to be? Dearborn in tonight. We'll send somebody to the Dearbornian tonight. Till that is uh, handled, I think I'll just hold on to uh, a few of my trinkets then. I don't blame you. Ups up. Kind of kips himself up, in fact. Right. Happy fishing. Sneaks away. Right. 
I am going to burn this entire city to the ground. <laughs> Real, get that flame spell ready. I've already burnt down one mansion. I can start with a whole bunch of other ones. <laughs> While we're at the bar, I'm going to take out that uh, scroll case and uh, jet a letter to uh, Quinn, letting him know that we're heading up to the uh, ruins. We're going to take a pass on that dragon horde. Okay. So. I'm just gonna let him know where we are, mm-hmm. and you put it away. You know, like nothing seems to happen from it, but right, right. hoping he got the message. How was the meeting? I'm gonna be brutally honest, guys. I'm trying to secure passage for my family to get out of town, and the people I've talked to have apparently lost them. Well, who has them? That's what they're supposed to be finding out, and I have a feeling that if this doesn't go well, I'd like to ask you guys to help me hurt some people. Well, violence is one of the things I'm best at. I can drop three fireballs. Keep that in mind. That should soften them up a little bit. We can discuss more details if I don't have answers I like by tonight. Okay. Live and wait. It's family, right? It's a good point. If you don't know where they are, though. Right. But we can start at, my, at their house. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, my, who would have done anything to take them? Uh, yeah, there's two groups. Bad guys, I'd imagine. So, which group would have taken them, and, uh, was it the group that you were just talking to? That was a member of the Third Sons. Alright. So, I'm guessing the other group took them, because you didn't seem very upset about him. I have a feeling, since the other group is more half-orcish, that they maybe had someone pose as me and collect my own family. They are going to pay. And he's just going to kind of like turn. He's like, I'm going to head to my parents' place and see if we can find something. Maybe even if Relop can scry on something. Yeah, I don't have that ability, but... We'll try and figure something out. Make it work. Well, I haven't been stabbed in a while. Let's go. Alright. You get to Holg's parents' house. It is a standalone house, which is not always the case around here, but it happens to be this little pillbox building in the middle of all these different structures in the town, and the door's open as you get there. All right. I brace myself and cautiously step across that threshold. It's a very simple little space. Holg is used to it, obviously. It's four walls. There's a table kind of in the middle, and a couple of little sort of crates that are used as storage, little clothes sort of piled out of those. It's clean. On the table, there's a candle that's kind of burnt down, unlit, but there is a piece of parchment on the table. I'll grab it. It just says, come see me, Natick. Oh, boys, things might get interesting. Was that Saradin for Bloody? It's, it's a polite way of saying we might be hurting some people. Can do. Gonna go ahead and cast Identify. Uh, ritual cast. So what? You guys kind of hang out but. in ten minutes and old kind of broods and Merc doesn't know quite what to do with himself and Relop says, Oh, I see what this is. Oh, I see what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving both in. Torador's Malice. Every person Tornos. you kill strengthens knock. Wave blade, short sword of wounding. While carrying the sword, you understand but not speak infernal. 
<laughs> oh boy. <laughs> nice. If I use the weapon, I occasionally get painful flashes of memory. It's not great. <laughs> <laughs> like you feel what the sword has done occasionally. You know, get little flashes of that. Uh, once per turn, I hit a creature using this weapon, can wound the target. At the start of each wounded creature's turn, takes a d4 necrotic damage. For each time you've wounded it, it can make a DC 15 con save, ending the effect of all such wounds. Oh, that's every turn mm-hmm. that you wound it? So oh, theoretically, can add, it can oh, add up wounds. Lots right? of yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah. I very much could have died. The, tra- yeah. the trade-off, <laughs> the trade-off <laughs> on it is that it is not actually, <clears throat> technically, it is not a plus one. Right. That's the trade-off. And, and you do have to attune to it. But it's a magic thing. Might be a good like offhand weapon against magic and uh-huh. magic resistant. Are you attuning? Yeah, I'll take the time and attune to it. Do we see any other like blood or anything on the floor in the? No, no signs of a scuffle or anything. It's a pretty clean place, so and there's so they went sparse. There's nothing here. Okay, know? so it's not like things got knocked over. Okay, all right, guys. Apparently, we're gonna go head out and meet Nodic, the guy who had originally threatened my family. Do we want to wait for the twins for this? Uh, I don't know if this is really a good place for them. So, seeing as you went running back to Xan the first time we had trouble over in Vennifer land, it makes me wonder why you don't want to have them. Vennifer land? Vennifer, when we're in the Tower of Vennifer. Or I guess underneath the ruins of it. Oh. You don't seem very eager to have them around, so... What did you take from the Anastasia's? What does Natick want? Everybody currently is fighting over grain information. Makes perfect sense. I know how that one's going to split out, though. The Anastasia's are going to take care of the ones that can take care of them. Right. So it's just a power grab for everybody to try and get information. All I see it in my mind is that this is just information that the nobles have that they were never going to give any of this grain to anyone in the power. And well, all you didn't I wanted take to do you. was just get whatever I could to get my family safely out of town and they could live their dream with their family farm. Well, you didn't actually steal anything, did you? Or did you just copy it? Or I pull out the stone just to copy of the information. Oh, well, then they don't need to know anything about that. I have a question. Can that thing... Like, replicate more than once? I have no idea. I was told that use it to basically scan documents. Do I know anything about this, or... Mm-mm. No? What if you give both sides of the information? I don't know if there's a way to duplicate this. Well, if I can print more than once, you print it once, and then you give the information to the other side that doesn't need to know that you got made the copy and gave it to the other side. Can I identify that? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, it's magical. Yeah, I'll cast identify on it. So he takes it and kind of goes off to the side. You think that once it's been, it'll take on documents. You don't know exactly what the cap is, but it's it's enough to where it wouldn't be a big deal. But when you go to transcribe and put it onto a new piece of parchment, it leaves the stone. Oh, so it's a one-shot deal. So like, yeah, like once you put it on paper afterwards, it's you're not going to continue to do that. Sure. The stone retains its properties, though. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Alright, let's make a run to the library real quick. That's a good or actually, idea. no, I've got ten sheets of... How many sheets did it take? We're going to go with a dozen, maybe. Yeah. Well, let's go to the library and get yeah. some paper. Let's get some fine yeah, parchment. Okay. <laughs> She's going to keep copying and pasting. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> exactly <laughs> what we're going for. 21st century yep. solution. <laughs> How far is the library? Not too far. You could walk through it. Easy enough. Things are opening up, and yeah, you can find some paper. Okay. I'm going to grab 20 more sheets of parchment. Okay. I'll okay. pay for it this time. <laughs> well, now we know he's sick. Now we know why he <laughs> went to see Zan. He is sick. <laughs> You're basically going to create two copies, two sets of the documents. Well, we're gonna we're gonna create one set and then recopy it back into the stone, and then recopy it into the stone, and then copy again or no? Or no, no, no. No, we're gonna stone. we're gonna have one paper, paper copy, copy, and then gotcha. we're gonna have one other. Gotcha. Copy. That makes sense. So I like it. Alright, I think we should get rid of the paper copy first. I don't know how, if we can do that, or we should hide it at least. We don't want it um, on us if we go... I know where we can find a chest. <laughs> it's the a big chest. It, though. The lock to the room is still working. Okay. For now. Alright, we'll toss the uh, paper copy in the chest, and now we can just get your family back. Alright, let's, let's go to... Nautics. Hopefully we don't have to burn everything to the ground. Well, we don't have well, to. Well, Let's put a pin in that. <laughs> now, now it's an option. It's not our go-to. It's, it's our backup plan. It's eventually going to happen. <laughs> All right, let's go see Nautic. All right. So you go to this building. I mean, it's kind of a cluster of buildings in a sense, but you walk through this archway and underneath, you walk into a courtyard, and there's white bird guano all over the floor. And there's a few different levels, and along those levels there are high orcs with crossbows. Smart. I don't know if, did you bring us in there all the way, or? Yeah. Like the three of you come walking in? Yeah. I just look around. Smart. You see yeah. Linos among them. Mm. One of them says, it's kind of a green-skinned guy with bald head. So, he brought what Nautic was looking for, I'm assuming? It depends. I imagine you guys have my family stash somewhere. He kind of grins. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So, you we get you your family, you hand us a stone, we're all good. Oh, sure. Once I see my family, you can see this stone. He says, wait and, you know, a couple people wander off and Nada comes back. He hadn't seen him before. And he's looking, looking around and mentally picturing what a fireball on the inside of this building would be like. <laughs> How many of them are in the rafters? At this point, you're looking at about a dozen. We should not make the tread here. Yeah, that, that's a given. He says, give me the stone. That's Natic. Red-eyed, gray-skinned. He's got his hood up. Give me the stone, and I will promise you that we will send your folks out of here. They're here. They're with me. We will get them out of here, but I want to make sure that the information that we're looking for is on the stone. I'm glad you got paper. I'm glad they put it down right here in front of you, but I don't trust you any farther than I can throw this stone. We go back. I know that you're not happy with me. We go back. 
We do. I haven't been hobnobbing with nobles. I've been making sense of what we need to do you, here. You've been making power plays and doing cutthroat and apparently threatening other people's families. I understand how you're feeling. Put it down on paper. Let me look at it. We'll send your family with you now. I got an idea. Pull out five sheets of paper. Oh, so half of it. I think that's fair. Yeah. So we'll do five sheets. So the stone. Half of the info. Actually work that way. Yeah, at this point, because you actually copied them yeah. all over too, right? So you very much know how many you're dealing with. You sort of like expend them in a sense. He sends somebody down to grab it, grab the papers, and sort of walks them back up. And you're sort of standing there for a while with these guys with crossbows on you. And he kind of looks them over. And he steps away. He like he starts to, and then he kind of steps out of your view. You partial to any of these guys? Not anymore. Fair enough. I just say that i don't even decide it's just trying just to figure out exactly loud as you're looking around trying to like, calculate 30 foot spheres in gnomish i ask Grelob, marion's candle what can you do with it not a heck of a lot it's mostly bluff at the moment i got one more use of it just curious yeah i could drop four if i need to whether or not you can drop four is on how fast you can drop the four well i'm gonna stand behind you from the darkness on this level comes a couple of high orcs with your parents. Your brother's not there, but your parents are both there. They have blindfolds on, they've been gagged, and they have their hands tied behind their backs. And they're, so they're ten feet in front of you. And you hear Natic from above, and he says, toss us the stone, and you've got your family. Where's my brother? I don't know where your brother is. This is who we've got. I have not hurt your brother. Some piercing red eyes. We can always come back. It's true. We both know where we are. I know where you are. I know where your family is. You know where I am. We've got nothing else on each other. Then we're done here. And I'm just going to throw it into the biggest pile of burn <laughs> droppings okay. that I could find. All right, they Let's head out, guys. Push them forward. Do you unblindfold them or anything? Uh, I wait until we're out of the building first. Okay. Your father basically says, like, what have you gotten us into? A mistake. And your mother starts crying. I'm asking my father. There was a disc thrown through your window. I don't have it. Who has it? I assume they do. How much was on it? A lot. We can make that up. That's true. We don't have to go to war with this guy. No. I mean, it sounds like fun. It, it's going to happen later. This is not done with them. Well, no. We still have a bargaining chip with the other group. I know. Well, I'm going to flat out look at my father, and I'm trying to do right as well as I can in the circumstances I've been given. And I know you don't approve of my choices and my actions, but I still want you taken care of. And I'm... Just going to pull the uh, uh, sack. Got another thousand here. I'm just going to give it to him. Go get that family farm that you've always wanted. He's tearing up a little bit. Just like he was tearing up before he ever got the money out. He says, where, where do we go from here? I don't know. Where do you want to go? Kind of long pause and says, west? We can go west. I know a group of adventurers are going west. I don't know if Hulk would be all right with that, but want them to find a place to settle down and 
live their life as farmers like they've always wanted to. Doesn't matter if it's Empyrean or Lucite lands. No, it doesn't matter. Are you aiming to go to Empyrean lands? I don't care. Be involved with this stuff anymore. We can get over towards the first men's forest. We could set up a farm there. We could even help them out in Empyrean lands if they wanted. I mean, we're not going to build your house, but we can... Well, I believe they've got enough now that they can purchase what they need for a house. But we can get them safely there, is my point, Hulk. If you're amenable to that. I am. I just... I want them safe. And I don't think they're going to get that in the city. Fair enough. Master Greba. Referring to Hulk's father. Have you heard of the Light's Champions? I, the light, you mean the song? Yeah, you're looking at three of them. Would you care to travel with us for out west? Go find a plot of land. He looks at Holg. That's right, your son instead of going to the darkness. When push comes to shove, he does what's right. Again, he's like welling up. Yes, if you would take us that direction, we would gladly relocate. All right, uh, head to the Dearborn Inn. Uh, what time is it? I got a meeting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably not even past 10 or 11 in the morning. I do have something I need to do. Is there a stables or some place you can purchase animals and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, there's a whole kind of stable district. Mm-hmm. There's a, Actually, the Dearborn Inn is, is a, has a stable itself. So okay. It might be Four draft horses and a wagon. How much would it cost to... Stack wagon full of lumber. I think you're looking for enough to build a homestead. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the realm of 50 gold, maybe? Just for the lumber itself. Oh, the Dearborn Inn's like right on the edge of town, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm just going to have them uh, hold all that stuff there. So before we head off, then I hug my mother and just offer a hand out to my father. He takes your hand and then he tries to put his arm around you. Do you take that? Yeah. He doesn't have much to say to it. He just just told you. Still need to find my brother. Maybe he saw what happened to us and he avoided it. Maybe. I don't know if I can go down to the docks and try and find where he works. Maybe you could send one of your friends. I, I need to go with them. So we'll be back tonight. We'll be at the Dearborn Inn. Mark, I don't know if we want to try and go down to the dock. You got your meeting. Yeah, that won't take long. Okay. Do you want me to come along? Well, you already know half the story anyway. I owe you. Thank you. Hey, I trapped one person down because uh, I knew they were an ally, and you've proven yourself to be one. I'll take all the allies I can get. Hey. Extend a hand out to him. I do that. Yeah, funky brother, like, shape. Well, I was going to do like, wrist. Little, yeah, little, little bro hug wrist thing? Grab okay. thing. <laughs> I'll ship it. Bro wrist hug. Right. Cut to the cathedral. All right. Music is playing. Mass has begun. And you walk up to the main doors. There's a little bit of a odd feeling as you walk up to the cathedral because as much as you, like, grew up with this... You also have the memory of Night's Day and like the, the splitting of the cathedral and all that. And it, it's all very similar. Is it meant to be like the same shape and size as a reflection of the original? 
It is as much as it could be because they sure. they built this cathedral on the foundation of like previous temples. Sure. And so this one is a little different, but they, it's very similar. We go in and see if we could sit next to our parents. The mass has started. We might not be able to make our way up there. We have to yeah, you back. might have to be more towards the back at this point. If they had known you were coming, they would have saved you a spot. Yeah. Lucan will uh, start to try to atone for these two tallies on his soul sword. Sit and pray. Yep. How full is the cathedral? Pretty full. Do we disrupt anything coming in, or is it... No, because you just find a spot in the back. Sure. Sit and listen for the time being until we can reach our parents later. Okay. Mass goes on and probably has an hour left or so. and It's at least, at the very least, peaceful. It ends and, you know, people file out and the clerics that are performing the Mass shake hands and do their normal greetings. You can certainly, you could just sort of sit and wait and as... Yep. Your parents set up, up close. It's, mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're front-row oh, parishioners. Oh, yep. <laughs> and you thought anything so else, you were wrong. Kind of let the rest of them all go by, and yeah. then here they come. We'll just be waiting there for them as they approach. Your mother says, so you made it. Most of it, yes. We did. Everything okay? Your father said that there was some issue with cultists again? Yeah, they're apparently still out there. Master Griba was attacked this morning, so we had to investigate what happened. Um, unfortunately, the trail went cold, so we are going to be traveling in groups for the remainder of our time here. He says that's probably, he chimes in, it's probably a good idea. So you didn't learn anything other than the fact that he was, he was attacked? Apparently, a cultist, he was apparently speaking in Infernal, if uh, Master Nikon is to be believed. And when we went back to find the body, it was gone. Either it got away, or it was carried to the river and thrown in. Uh, it wouldn't be the first time a body was thrown in the river in this town. I'm certain not. But it does advance our timetable a little bit. I'm talking to Father, right? Yes. A mother spoke to me this morning and said something about you wanting us to carry an offer to the Pyrian lands? Yes, I talked to Herod as well before Mass and made sure that that was cleared with the church, but mm-hmm. it seems that an appropriate spot to send the Champions of Light to see what you can do to procure grain for the people of Prince Home. And what are we offering them? He actually offered me, and he sort of hands you a small book. He, It's like a ledger, sure. basically. Take a look. You're authorized to you know offer what's in this book there's different levels of things you'll have time to study it as you go to make sure you know what's available we're hoping that gold will do the job steel is our next option but after that you know we know that sometimes lumber is an issue for the parians Hmm. really we're willing to just negotiate what we have it's nothing we're bringing with us though no but we are hoping for hoping that they'll take our word and that you're going to make the agreement and then we will immediately send whatever it is northwest to them. Okay. And we're supposed to bring the food back with us or... No, just, just broker the deal and they'll send it. Okay. Is there Someone anybody... else can handle the transport. Okay. Is there anybody we are supposed to talk to in particular? Anybody that you know of or... We've been told that you you will probably in that setting be allowed to talk to the head of the church. Indigo? Mm-hmm. 
I heard about her last night. They're a little more informal there. You shouldn't have a whole lot of trouble being granted audience. Okay. Great. Well, this certainly gives us another reason to speak with them beyond what we were going to originally. All right. So, so keep the ledger with her. Sure. How am well, I supposed to contact you with what we're going to do? My understanding is that you have that ability now through your trainings. Right. Yes, of course. You would like me to speak with you or to Bishop Herod, or who am I supposed to contact? Speak with me, and I'll talk to Herod. Very well. Well, it sounds like we're going to be leaving most likely tomorrow, so wouldn't mind spending the rest of the day with you, you two, and we'll say our goodbyes once again tomorrow morning. I had one other thing I needed to speak with Bishop Herod about. Is there any chance that he could lift the cap on the production of lumber out of the first men's forest? Briam could use lumber to rebuild their docks after night's day. My understanding is that that's in the works. Okay. I just want to make sure people of importance here were informed of what was going on. Certainly. You, I've, I've been told that it's pretty desolate yes, in Briam. That's correct. I'll use the fact that you've been there to see if we can maybe escalate their, their help. Is there an audience we could have? I could tell them directly. We could certainly see if that were the case with Herod. He's certainly a busy man. Of course. And things have gotten a little bit hectic in the past month or so. Mm-hmm. But I will see if that's a possibility. Okay. In the meantime, we will stay with you and keep ourselves and you safe from any further attacks. Appreciate that. You see an odd look on his face with that. You know, the, the notion of his children protecting him is <laughs> a little bit awkward for him. Should we go to the arena? Yeah, I suppose so. Coming up on the on the arena, you, you really, Merc, haven't seen the arena up close, right? You've heard it. You've just never had a reason to be on that side. And Relop, it's, in, it's the same idea. It, it's just huge, right? It's like bigger than you. You don't know that you've seen a structure quite this bad. I mean, the, the lights tower is different because it's, it's right. you know, it's tall and up. skinny. And, but yeah. this thing is just like, like, it's hard to see where it ends. Part of it is actually ruined. Like it's actually it's it's taken some damage over the years, and for whatever reason, it's not actually properly supported. Yeah, it's not corrected. You know, there's right. just a, kind of a big gap in it, and the you know you could hear all the <sighs> cheering, and you in fact hear some like roaring sounds coming out of it as you approach. Do I recognize? Uh, not exactly. No. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's some some weird. Yeah, I know moments. that they use like monsters for fighting. You might have heard of story, you know, like fighting lions and fighting different things like that. Hulk, you've definitely seen the arena. It's not, it's nothing new to you, but you haven't, probably haven't spent a lot of time during the games. Like the games are sometimes a reason to go elsewhere. It's a giant part of what's happening with Natic right now. It's like the other families that are part of the, the there's Postos and the Vicolos are the two other big like crime families in town. And they are very dug in to like gambling and mm-hmm. what's going on over here on the east side of town. And so it's a it's sort of the moment where like a lot of the high orcs say like, hey, let's get some stuff done. And so it's like two weeks of really like trying to expand yourself. And so it was like perfect timing for Natic right now. So you enter it for these two weeks, there's no admission fee. You just walk the heck in. You know, nobody's gonna ask you for any ID or anything like that. You find your spot, it's kind of the lion section you go through and there's a couple of different animals along the way and you find this section and you go in and it's actually not horribly full. It's still a little bit early in the day, even though it's one in the afternoon. It's you know you're a little bit before one in the afternoon. It doesn't really fill up until late afternoon. And you go in and have a seat as you enter, there's a giant you know, it's much like you'd imagine, this 
giant arena. You can see that there's tracks sort of dug in around it because of chariot racing. And there's a couple of sort of pillars that are built in along within the inner part of it. When you walk in, there's a hydra in the middle of the arena. And it is huge. It's like this giant monster with multiple heads. It's like a dragon, but it's got five heads sticking out of it. And it's chained down to where it is in the middle of the, of the arena. Like by its legs, heads are all free to do whatever they want, but it's not going to move from where it is. And it's just sort of sitting there like yelling and like moving back. You know, sort of sort of like Jurassic Park. Like that's the sound you're like, you know, this bellowing. But it's far enough away to where because it's chained down, it can't like come attack anybody in the audience. So you have a seat. Anything you want to do while you're sitting there? Before we sit down, I'm going to go into one of the restrooms and cast Disguise Self. Oh, okay. To make myself look like a rock gnome. And I'm going to have the uh, cloak set me up as like a, kind of look like a merchant's type cloak. A common gnome. Yep. Right. And I'm going to come out and just start playing with uh, Pete. So, uh, what are we, who are we meeting here again? His name is Master Orm Gladlin. Just to ensure that not too much news about what had transpired for me and Woods End gets around. Looking at a whole, you've actually heard part of the story. Just gonna fill in all the missing gaps, I suppose. But I wanted you here. You've been my closest friend and ally for a long time now. And I felt that you deserved to hear it more than Orem. But if I was gonna tell Orem, I needed to tell you. Okay. So as he finishes that. One of the doors opens up down on the side of the arena, and out come the group of gladiators that you saw the other, the other day. Oh, nice. And they are apparently going to be fighting this Hydra. The end hole, by the way, you recognize that this is what was being brought up the river. Like, this is definitely that. Like, this is the monster. It was brought up the uh, up the river. It was being... It just makes sense all, all of a sudden. Like, wait a minute. They were bringing that up to the... Probably from the Sword Sea... And it's on its way, you know, to the to the arena. So here comes the group, right? And you see the same five that you saw at the at the party. This time they're all like really decked out. And so Chagrin the Brass Hammer stands there, and he's he's a he's what they call a uh, an iglio, and he he basically has this giant two-handed hammer, and he stands there and puts his arms up in front of everybody. And everybody really cheers for him, right? Because they're not used to seeing a dragonkin. And he fire breathes. They're just like breathes fire out and lights up the hammer. Like there's something and just torches that thing. And suddenly the, it's this flaming hammer. Maeve, the scourge of Salome, you know, dark skinned, curly, long curly hair. She has a spiked flail on a, on a long chain, which you, uh, Merc kind of knows the gladiator styles and so he could sort of tell you too if you have you know because you probably haven't seen this in this sense she's uh she's a flagna which is the you know her fighting style there's also the the gnome shamlasa and everybody cheers for her she's a lidio the lidio is used just a short sword and a shield and that's usually like the biggest heroes in gladiator fighting because they're at a disadvantage. They're fighting with a short sword and a shield, and right. like, that's what they work with. Gregmore the Destroyer comes out, and he is got a trident and a weighted net. 
And then Arduro, the executioner, has what's called a truder, which is basically a pole arm, and it has a hook on one end and a sharpened crescent blade on the other, uh, which has kind of its own style to it. Like, it's just, it's sort of a wonky weapon unless you're trained in it. And they kind of walk around, and they they definitely know how far this hydra is going to be able to reach, so they stay out of it, and they wander around, and then they just sort of start in, and you start seeing all of this, that they're fighting this thing, and it's screaming and coming in and darting in with its different heads, and you see that uh, Aduro, the executioner, sort of uses that hook to sort of grab one of the necks and then sort of quickly whips around and actually cuts one of the other heads off with the other end of the pole. And Shamlasa, the the gnome, she goes running underneath it and just starts trying to slice, you know, the underbelly of of it as they're fighting. And of course, you know, everybody's again cheering for chagrin as he, you know, comes after this thing and, and just smashes big mace that it has into the side of one of the heads. And it just like shoots off and sparks everywhere. And as this is happening, you know, everybody's getting all worked up, excited about it. And then somebody sits down next to Merc. He's got a hood up and he sits down and he pulls his hood down. And it is Master Arm Gladly. Not dressed the way he normally would. He looks very peasant. Master Arm? Good morning. You have to kind of almost yell because it's so loud, but it's right. Pretty... You're at a football stadium or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're like just yelling at each other, and you're like two right. inches apart. Well, I guess there's one way to do this, but not what I had in mind. Nobody's paying attention to us. And he kind of looks at the spectacle down there. Fair enough. Can these two hear us? Yeah, I think so. I would imagine, if anything, we would sit in like the row in front of them. So... Motel, well, we're going to start, I guess, when I got tried for being a tenebrous cultist. Um, didn't really know what was going on at the time, but I was arrested for being a tenebrous cultist, and they were trying me for it. There been somebody doing some kidnappings, and they found a few of the bodies that had been obviously experimented on. The person roughly matched my description. At least that's what they said. Right. I met the person. So after the trial, I uh, was exiled by my father. Asher extended an invitation to me to come meet him at the cathedral, but I declined it considering I was still in Finnis Legum. Asher's your brother, right? The oldest one. The one I got along with the least. He was the one I always accused of pulling wings off wasps and torturing people unnecessarily. I took it to the forest. And uh, while I was in the forest, I was approached by somebody who matched the description as well as I did. And uh, after a scuffle, and uh, I managed to take him out and his friend. I tried to figure out why they would attack me, come out here, and how well they would know me. For some reason, I keep thinking back to Asher inviting me against Father's wishes. Did he not know what father's wishes were? And then I remember I saw Asher coming back out of the forest one day. Made a comment about him, asking about like if he still checked out his uh, fort in the woods, old fort that become derelict there. So I went there, but it wasn't there. I wasn't quite sure what to do with myself. I uh, 
hid for a time. I hid, I mean, I just kind of sat down behind some bushes and watched it for a bit. Mm -hmm. Somebody came scurrying along eventually. I walked right into the hill. Apparently there was illusion covering it. I walked in after him and found that there like was not abandoned anymore. Been somewhat repaired. Burst in. And I found a woman that uh, my brother had harassed her quite severely and I interfered upon her behalf. Both my brother and my father uh, chastised me for this, but there she was. Dead and flayed open. It was like they were studying her. And there was the person that had gone in before me. It was a tiefling. Tiefling? If I would be hearing the story the way you are, I would have my doubts too. He gave me this scar. I pointed to the scar that runs across my face. I mean, obviously, the tiefling and I fought to the death, and well, we know who's here and who isn't. Found the book that was encrypted. I've been trying to figure out what it says, so I have some evidence or something to bring forth against Asher. If it is even indeed Asher. There was a letter talking about Malam Cinder, my known friend here. They uh, knew that he was not normal and they wanted to study him. I couldn't let them do the same thing they'd done to that woman to him. So I uh, tracked him down off based off the letter in the general location they said he was in. And, uh, to make sure I got away clean, I swapped my armor and left my grandfather's sword with that man that looked like me. And then I burned their facility down. So they think you're dead? Yes. Have you not heard anything of that nature? I had heard some word, yes, I guess. So I, I think we get very wrapped up in our Prince Holm politics. So it was more of a rumor than anything else. So what is your next move? Well, the trail has led me to Iberian lands. Looking for information about that book? It's going to need some advanced mathematics, and I was told that they might have it there. What can I help you with? For now, silence. They don't need to know I'm here. Well, you can count on that. Thank you, Owen. As you're finishing that, they have taken off the hydras down to one head. They keep just chopping off heads as they're fighting. And Shemlasa, the sting, the, the, the gnome, actually goes up and taunts that head to come her direction. And then as it comes close, just shoots that short sword in and then just splices it forward until front of the hydra's face just sort of splits open and just sort of sprays all over half of them. And then it's kind of whips around for a second like a deflating balloon and then flops down and the whole thing just sort of like quivers for a second and everybody cheers. Doesn't seem very sporting. The fact that that thing's even here is surprising. They wouldn't go to all the way to the Sword Coast for they That thing obviously came up the river and they caught it somewhere along the way which is scary. You know, uh, when we were at Brim, they mentioned something about these, I forget the name, these creatures. We encountered them on the uh, Lights Road, and apparently that's not where you normally encounter them. We've been hearing lots of stories like that. There's people that are that are telling us that there's 
creatures or monsters or whatever you whatever you want to call them that are coming out of corners of the realm. Things are getting unsafe, and it all happened after that night's day. I don't think we won, Orum. I think we lessened the blow. I think you're probably right. Or maybe helped something off. Well, I guess I've been fighting it for the darkness for the last few months. What's another fight? He turns to Relop and Holg. Are you going to keep fighting the darkness too? I keep getting pulled back in, so it looks like I'm here for a while. Works fighting the darkness, I'll fight. Well, let me know what I can do other than silence. If need arises of you, I will call. You have a couple of friends that know how to contact me? Indeed. He gets up, puts his head up, shakes your hand. Thank you for your time. And he's gone. You guys hang out for a while or do you leave? Sure. Sure to which? (laughs) No, I need to talk to these guys just real quick. Just so to be clear, yes, I am a, from a noble family up in Woods Inn, Venice Legum, if you want to be uh, right proper. But uh, I'm the fourth son of a man who hated me. So where's your other brother? Well, two of them are Venice Legum, and the other one was actually in Lucidum during uh, Night's Day. Wait, what? What? Yeah, he was there. Uh, we never spoke to him directly yet. Maybe the Amistatius met him, but... Huh. We never went there. He was at the the cathedral where they do the healing, not the main cathedral. Huh. So, uh, I have three brothers and four sisters. Hey, your, par- your family Jeez. likes to party. <laughs> Royalty have one thing on their mind. <laughs> I guess when you don't have to worry about where your next meal's coming from. Right? Right. You want another funny story? I actually have a twin sister, too. Uh, wow, this... this wow. Yeah. yeah, this is this is a lot, man. So this is escalating. <laughs> but... Her name is Zenafia. <laughs> no. <laughs> Naxa. Not twins. And awkward. Naxafia. Uh, Mercafia. <laughs> Would I know your family? I mean... Woods in? No. Okay. Remember we established your Woods End right, thing yeah. as your fake story? Right, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Woods End because I walked past Woods End once. <laughs> yeah. I saw Woods End at a distance. <laughs> Literally never been in Woods End. <laughs> hey, what's that town over there? Woods End. That's where oh, I'm that's from. Oh, that's where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> I think I met your family there. Yeah. Then I, then I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I know. My name, my actual name is Lucius Walner, but uh, I think I'm going to go by Merck because... Well, Nairs have not proven to be the most loyal of people, I guess. Huh. So you've got one sister I have one here? Old, yes, my older sister. That was why I was worried by the Contaries, because if they recognize me because of the marriage for any reason, I doubt it. I wasn't actually at the ceremony, but there have been some negotiations back and forth. So what are your other sisters? Well, one of them was a light bearer. Or is on the right bearer's roster, and the other two are not of age yet. So they should be up in Woods End. And you have no interest in going back there? Well, depends on what we're finding in that book, I suppose. Yeah, I think uh, Fire's Heart's kind of calling. 
Hulk, where is your brother? That's a good question. I know he typically works at the docks, so I think that's going to be a good place to start. Well, I don't think we have anything else here. I do think we should go grab those uh, paper copies from the chest and stick that in the bag of inventory and bring it along with us. Not a bad idea. Yeah, let's do that. Go to the bottom of the sand? Yep. Alright, walk into the bottom of the sand and it's, there's a lot of people in there. More than usual. Most of them are high orcs. And at the bar is that woman again. Blue skin, curl up front. And she says, so what are we doing now? Who's this? A pain. My name is Azra. Pleasure to meet you. Push her hands out. Don't touch that. (laughs) You don't know where it's been. I believe our business was done, so you can leave any time now. Well, your business with Natick was done, but I'm wondering if you maybe might stash that information elsewhere. It doesn't really matter to you. Well, it might matter to your brother. Wait. My hand's going to slowly start going towards my new sword. So when Natick said that he didn't know what the brother was, he was just a liar? What a shock. He wasn't a liar. He doesn't know where I've put his brother. Oh, you've got his brother. Oh, so you're double-crossing Natick. God, I can't wait to get out of this town. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. We are going to just John with this entire city. Well, hell. Well, hell. (laughs) Now you boys play those games. You boys keep playing them games. Turn the wheel. Heal the rift. I can't. I can't not touch it. That's on mic too. We're going to the church. Yeah, we're gonna go down with the city. Yep. <laughs> so whichever one you think is gonna be more exciting. Dude, this looks really bad. We gotta take you to a hospital. The hospital asked too many questions. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta report stab wounds. <laughs> and you're gonna miss your meeting. I know. That's a problem. Nope. <laughs> sure you don't need work? <laughs> Drop the stone off so that they get his family uh, out of here and protect him. Time. Yeah, they're going to meet him in the morning at the Anglo's Anchor. And now he's going to be running after me for healing. Like, hey, I need a band-aid. Thanks. I got a meeting. See ya. I got to go somewhere. <laughs>